Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe Podcast, and your host, Matt Ursama. Happy birthday, Bill Barnes. We're recording on Tuesday, July 27th, Bill's 62nd birthday. Another episode of the Weekly Wednesday. Wayne, how you doing, Bill? Uh, I may be getting older, but I refuse to act my age. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You never should, Bill. Never change. No. Uh, never any of that. Happy birthday, all kidding aside. Thank you. You, thank you. You're going to have a, a great day today, I'm sure. Thousand and one thank yous to all. Yeah. Yeah. We just thank had you a- in advance. Yeah, we had a great pre-show, and there a lot of fans out there loving, loving you. So, uh, mm-hmm. happy birthday, Bill! Mm-hmm. Um, Bill, to start the show off, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Something that in 2021 has me kind of, uh, I don't know. We're, we're all searching for truth, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I want to talk about the concept of reality versus theory. You kind of know where I'm going. I mean, you theory understand versus reality. Yeah. Let me see if I can conjure up some type of what does 62 years of wisdom have for us? Okay. There? Well, let's see here. You know, a friend of mine a couple of years ago relayed something to me that happened with his family, and his son was a um, up and coming uh, sophomore in high school. He was looking at a couple of he was already giving schol- uh, scholarship offers. Uh, to some big, big, big Ivy League schools. And in his uh, advanced uh, theory class, had to do a theory. I don't know what the class was, but they said, um, the teacher uh, class, I want you to come up with a, an example of theory versus reality and report back tomorrow. Wow. Everybody's going to give a verbal, you know, 30 second uh, uh, analogy on theory versus reality. So <clears throat> he went home and he, the kid was kind of, you know, at a loss. And so he asked his old man, he goes, dad, he goes, I need some help with something. He goes, what's that? And he goes, well, I've been given an assignment to come up with an example of theory versus reality. Can you help me out? <laughs> he goes, okay. Yeah. I think I got one. I want you to go upstairs. Once it, I want you to ask your mother. If she would screw a, a, a strand, perfect stranger for $2 million. Two million, wow. Two million. And then I want you to ask your sister, your 21-year-old sister, if she would do the same. He goes, really? He goes, go on up and ask him. All right. So he goes upstairs. He goes, mom, hey, um, let me ask you a question. Would you screw a total stranger for $2 million? <laughs> Absolutely. Without hesitation. Wow. Okay goes three doors down. He goes, hey, sis, get off the phone. I want to ask you a question. What? 
would you fuck a total stranger for $2 million? She goes, yeah, I do it for free. Of course I would. <laughs> so he has his answer. He goes downstairs and the old man, he's, you know, sitting there. He goes, what'd they say? He goes, they both said, yes, they would. He goes, well, then in theory, son, we're sitting on $4 million. In reality, we live with a couple of whores. <laughs> so that's your analogy. I got is my analogy on theory versus reality. <laughs> wow. Wow. You pulled that <clears throat> one out, uh, Bill Barnes. Wow. What a way to start off our weekly Wednesday weigh-in. And you ask, I tell. Your 62nd birthday. Mm-hmm. Man, that is, uh, that's mm-hmm. a lot of living. With age comes theory and very little reality. <laughs> So anyway. yes, just ask those uh, who, mm-hmm. who've aged, yes. not uh, aged poorly. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Interesting. So well, anyway. Bill, any, any plans? I know today's just another day, but uh, you know, it's always, a, yeah. Like you try and try to, yeah. You don't want to go crazy with your birthdays um, because not every day is your birthday. So treat it as every day. Yeah. Make but, every day special. But in your words, you only have uh, so few left. True. You know, true. In theory, yeah. in theory, yeah. not reality, in yeah. theory. Yeah. So back to our, yeah, our I have, a, I have a girlfriend who sends me a, a, a card saying, Oh, Number understand. one, she sent me two, which 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 very very much uh, uh, alarm me. The first of which is, um, happy birthday to a clean freak, who is day is getting closer in years to having dirt thrown on top of him. Oh, Donna, yeah. say it ain't so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's and the good. other one that's that good. I just got, which I'm in a little bit of. Uh, of uh distress about is she knows i have a fear of midgets which i will discuss yes we need to get to that so she sent me a picture of a midget chick yelling where's my birthday boy so that's creepy um, yeah so if 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 uh she wants to bring on the 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 impotence then she needs needs to keep sending me that shit i i don't think uh she needs to work too hard at that uh She's got a great sense of humor. Uh, very attractive young lady. She, I, she'll be laughing at this. I have no idea what she's doing with you. I cannot figure Neither it out. Do I. I'm riding. I'm going to ride this wave as long as the you know I can hold still, on tight. As long as I can still you know surf it. <laughs> and then when I get thrown violently off and the board hits me in the head and knocks me out, then Wipe I'll come out. back. I'll come back to reality. There you sure. go. Theory and reality. This is theory be, and reality. This is going to be a theme of the show today. Oh, yes. I think. Theory versus uh, reality. Yeah. Absolutely. So we all hung out Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and Donna, me, Val, and uh, uh, we had Aldini and 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 Al- Becca. Aldini, our our good friends, and his his boy uh, uh, tr- um, Kyle was there, Mister Aldini, and we had the um, shit magnet himself, <laughs> Butcher Bob, holding Butcher, court. Butcher Bob, my goodness, folks! If you've ever gone into a bathroom, a public bathroom. <laughs> And smelled something that there had to be a dead body attached to. That is what I went through on Sunday. The the butcher left the table for about a half hour. And we thought maybe he left, maybe he's dead, maybe he's passed out. So I decided, I went to the bathroom. And as I walked in, I saw the butcher. And I immediately (laughs) got a whiff of what he just produced. And even these hardcore gangster Hispanic dudes that were in the bathroom with him were like holding their breath. And I said, Jesus Christ, Bob, are you kidding me? And the guy, these guys started laughing. They looked at him and Bob was so, it was bad. Wow. It was bad. Now I've got a story that has some bit of equivalence to this. 
I had just made detective. This is about 1994, 93. A senior detective and I, I went along with him. He had to go down to the Orange County Jail and interview somebody. So I went along. <clears throat> I go into the bathroom at the Orange County, in the main uh, uh, hallway at the Orange County Jail. This, this traumatizes me to this day. I walk in. I open the stall. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. And I see... Something that looks like a aborted hippopotamus in the toilet. Ah. It was big. It was thick. Bill. It was, it had veins attached to it. Okay. And I looked at this and I said, oh my God. And the best part of it, there was a sign above the unflushed toilet that said, beat this with an arrow. Oh my, that's a jail story. And I turned around and I left. And I said, I'm going to wait until I go home tonight. Mm -hmm. And I held it until then. And I said, I, I, this was, Oh my goodness. Yeah. There's, there's gotta be something more pleasant. Beat this. Oh, stop now. I'm Can gonna, you imagine? No, no, I can't. I can't imagine. That's, that's, that's the problem is that yeah. I can. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Bob, I think Bob is a, I don't know. He's got, uh, he's got ethanol or alcohol flowing through his veins, I think. And it's messed up his system. Let me tell bit. you something. A, a train wreck full of dead corpse would smell better than what I smelled when I walked into that bathroom that day. It was just bad. Very bad. Anyway, let's move on. Oh man, this is, we've got a couple of good questions. For oh, you do we? Coming in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but go. first I think, do we got to tell them? Okay. I, I got to know that just to tie it all in, we had a great time Sunday, uh, food and drink and good friends and all that. Mm, and, yeah. and I learned something about you. You started to get the willies. You were creeping out yeah. because a midget couple came in and sat behind me. And I'm like, Bill, and I had my back to two midgets. I don't like midgets. Discrimination, midgets, Bill. It's not discrimination. You, you, They're very nice people, probably. But I have just like if you've been bit by a Doberman pincher, you may not like Dobermans. <laughs> OK. Um, I, as a young policeman, was attacked by a family of midgets. I went up to the front door. And I was wondering, why is the door handle like a foot above the ground? That was my first clue. And as I knocked on the door, it was a loud uh, noise call from coming in. Somebody had called, a neighbor had called and say, there's a disturbance in this house. They always do it. Would you, would you send somebody out to shut them up? So I, I opened the door and midget dad charged me, grabbed one <laughs> leg. Midget teenage kid charged me, grabbed the other leg. Midget mom came and tried to punch me right in the, you know what? And the two other midget kids are running around. I thought this is the wizard of Oz gone bad <laughs> or it's a bad dream. And to this day. And then when that, my two backups got there, they're laughing their asses <laughs> because they didn't realize that I didn't know this was the midget house and that this was par for the course. When you went there, that you went there in mass because they were going to come at you like, you know, ankle biting dogs. And they did. And we took two to jail. We took midget dad and midget teenage, uh, midget 19 year old, I think. We took the both of them. And um, <clears throat> in the old days, we used to have what we called it, you know, we'd ask when we'd be driving them to, to jail. Back, they didn't have seat belts in the back seat back then. <laughs> And we would say, hey, have you been to Hollywood? No, why? Because you're getting a screen test. 
and we'd hit, we'd, there would be a dog that would run out in front of us and we'd have to jam on the brakes and whoever the, the idiot was would plant their face against the screen on the car. <laughs> and I, I gave those two dipshits about six or seven screen tests that day. Yeah. And if, if you think it's, you know, it's like, it's like, um, it's like mini me being, being kicked around in that scene in, uh, in, um, in, in gold member when they're, uh, in the, uh, the fight scene there, these, these midgets were just flying around the back seat of my car <laughs> and I gate took great pride in doing giving that. them up. Yes. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and the parting shot from midget dad was who was intoxicated, you know, in his midget, I'm not going to try to, in, uh, imitate it, but in his midget voice said, I can do what you can't do. I go, what's that pal? He goes, he goes, I can open up my, he goes, I can open up my pants and my member hangs down past my knee without trying. <laughs> and I said, yes, you can. Touche, my friend. And with that, my dealings, I never talked, dealt with, or tried to be around a midget ever yeah, again. Yeah. Now, is, is the theory true? Super strength? They're, they are like. They are strong little bastards. Okay, yes, so rea- that's reality. That is real. That is not a theory. <laughs> that, is, that, that is theory is- and reality. Wow. Yes, they are all the above. Ooh, yeah. So, so you had your hands full, and you were a young cop. Probably I was a young cop shape. going. I'm going. What the fuck's going on? You know, I got people hanging off my legs. Some, it's a midget lady who's <laughs> waddling around trying to punch me in the in the in the in the uh, in the in the groin. What's going on here? <laughs> you know, and then I got midget kids running around. I go, like I said, I thought I was an extra in the uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> And you're the wizard. Yeah. You're and the then, wizard. Then you're, my, you're... my two backup guys get there and they're prying people off and laughing at the same time. <laughs> and I'm going, would somebody let me in on this? Yeah. Oh, they never told you about this place. I go, fuck. No, they didn't. <laughs> you know? So, so anyway, with yeah. that experience, you just, you get crazy. I don't like midgets. Okay. I don't like, I'm sorry. Little people, whatever they're supposed to be, whatever called. they're supposed yeah. to be called. We've changed dwarfs, midgets, whatever i don't like them is that why you're against like christmas you're not a big christmas guy for uh, that and other there's reasons. other reasons there's other reasons okay. yeah but anyway no okay. that's my that's my little person story <laughs> and i'm sure the the vast majority of them just like lepers are probably good people but i don't like oh, them geez. all right you're on a good one today wow <laughs> anyway uh let's get to a few questions uh if mm, you will. Yeah. Oh, didn't, we, didn't we see another there was a shirt in the bar we saw. I like t-shirts. White, oh, white man can't jump. White man can't jump. Which is a sweet looking shirt. That was a movie. Yeah, and it's very true. Yeah, very true. Very true. And I got to do is look at us being this guy being culturally sensitive with today's world. He was a white guy who looked like a white guy, and he was with an African American female. They were on a date, and he decided to wear his white man can't jump shirt. That's pretty. And awesome. I thought that was pretty ballsy of him. Yeah. I, that's a that's a good move, pal. That's uh, well done. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I think it's but you know, if we can't like laugh about things, you're still allowed to laugh and have uh, uh, for now, for now, for now, for now. It'll Adam, be outlawed soon. Adam Schiff and his people are going to put a put a law. Oh, against Schiff, it. there's a there's well, a dictator. We will little, we man. will we will disintegrate him shortly. There's a little dictator. Yeah. Uh, let's get to a couple questions. A little cheery, certainly, uh, cheery certainly, things here. Certainly. Uh, I love this question from our good friend Todd Carson. Todd, uh, hey, coach. Coach, you're going to like this. All right, go ahead. And because you're going to have to turn uh, grandpa real quick. Okay. Okay. My seven year old son thinks Dodge Chargers and Challengers are cool. 
He overheard me telling my wife that Bill, the policeman, doesn't like them. He said, why does he not like Dodge Caravans too? What is Bill's G-rated explanation of my son's questions? <laughs> okay. It should be good. I think the cars themselves are great, great cars. I like them. They're, they're good look. I mean, CHP uses the Charger. A Challenger is, is a good car. I mean, back in the day, there was a movie called um vantage vantage point i think it was the vehicle in question was a dodge challenger this guy drove cross country he had a he had a time limit he had to get but great movie uh look it up uh, about 1970 i believe it was released 71 um the cars are great it's the people <laughs> that drive them just like guns guns are fine okay. they're inanimate objects okay okay uh guns don't shoot people unless a human being does it vehicles don't drive fast and irritate people unless a human being is at the controls it's those human beings that drive them that irritate me they are completely uh using the car for wrong reasons they're driving over their heads they're they're putting uh, people at risk um they're taking lives into uh, jeopardy and that's the reason Okay, that's not bad, Bill. Good you didn't cuss nope, once. Nope, you, nope. You painted nope. a picture for a, a young man. And so, yes, it's not the people. It's the irresponsibility of the um, moron that's driving it. So not all, but most people driving. Right. So you could be a good guy if you drive one, but the chances are probably not. Uh, chances are if you have a, you've, you've probably um, explored your 130 mile an hour self in one of them at one time or another. Let's just hope the freeway was completely... <laughs> Uh, bear at that point in time not like the ones i see zigzagging and out driving like a, you're on the german autobahn yeah you know? so no that's so that's my that is my answer for that one not Mr. bad carson not bad not bad at all um this was a question from john lee and bill we got into the vax vaccine a vaccination mm -hmm. a lot last mm -hmm. week so we have to dwell on this but i think the question john has specifically mm -hmm. is about kind of this uh scarlet letter type behavior we're, we're doing with people now mm -hmm. the pittsburgh steelers are putting unvaccinated players they have to wear uh, yellow wristbands in practice i don't know if that means to stay away from them or whatever i mean what are your general mm -hmm. thoughts in this treatment of the unvaccinated i know where you stand well, everyone does well here's the deal i think last week i stated so eloquently that whether you like it or not whether you like it or not the choice of being vaccinated versus being not vaccinated is going to start being diminished. They're going to start forcing you. And guess what? Guess what, Matt? Yesterday, state of California said, if you're going to be an employee for the state of California, you are going to be vaccinated or else you'll, you'll have to go through weekly testing, maybe twice a week testing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they're forcing their people to get vaccinated. Yeah. The city of Los Angeles is going to go to that. Um, the city of, Gosh, there was another city that's adopting it. Um, the NFL is basically saying that if you are un unvaccinated and you have a spread within your team and you have to postpone a game and it can't be made up, you're going to forfeit. Okay. People are starting to get strong arm now into being vaccinated. And I knew that was coming mm -hmm. just by the way, you know, things were starting to take shape. Um, <clears throat> again, if 
the vaccine, in my opinion, wasn't so politicized. More people would have done it to where the people that really, 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 really don't want to wouldn't have to. So that's what the country is doing for you. Ask not what you can do for your country, but what your country can do for you. And they're doing it. That's yeah, that's flipped. Okay. I know I flipped it it's flipped for the it reason. No, and I know. I know that is what's going on now. What was the, what was the question? The question about, uh, well, like for instance, Steelers players oh, yeah. having to wear a yellow wristband to show everyone, Hey, these guys are not. Are not well, vaccinated. I think then if that's the case, then either just make a rule, either you're vaccinated or we're cutting you. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so that brings up a discussion. Okay. We're, we're not going to put yellow wristbands on you. We're going to give you, we're going to give you the, the, the Turk letter in your locker and you're done. <laughs> okay. Um, there have been some NFL players that are very, that are mm-hmm. hesitant because they have some people that have reacted differently mm-hmm. uh, to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the star player of a team is going to be treated a lot different than that. 50. If Tom Brady, guy. if Tom Brady doesn't want a vaccine, I think he, yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady gets, gets a, uh, yeah, gets a pass. But the, the guy on the punt team trying to make the roster, but the number, 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 uh, number the number three um, s- backup center. If, if he doesn't, yeah. Then he's that's that's his ticket out. <laughs> it's a it's a built in sure. uh, reason, yeah, really. So exactly. uh, I, I am not in favor of uh, I had a discussion with a friend about this, uh, about the whole thing. And I am not. In, I think if people start to lose their jobs, to me, that's a little extreme. I don't think you're in favor of that, but you could understand why. What if, OK, let me give you a what if. What if FedEx comes tomorrow and says, Matt, not Matt, to all of you that are to everyone, you have to show proof of vaccination. Do you continue? working there or do you say fuck it i'm done i'll probably work there and before i take anything i'm going to have them probably sign a um a form that says they are liable if anything happens to and me. if, if they say have... uh, no we're not doing oh, that well well you want me to do something but i don't know we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it i'm no i'm asking but, i'm putting but your for I'm now put, uh, no i'm putting your back in the corner right now and pretend i am uh mr fedex and i'm i'm mr. your <laughs> i'm the hr guy and i'm coming in and i'm saying guess what folks you must be show proof of vaccination uh, by July 31st or goodbye. Hmm. Now, I've, I've thought about this. Trust me. Um, if my back's up against the wall. Answer the question. Do you get a vaccine? Do you continue your employment? Or do you say, I'll, I'll um, because you would be resigning and you would then not be awarded um, you would not be fired true, very and, true. and you're not going to get your, your, your government handouts that the, the state of California is. So I probably would. So you would get the, you get, I the probably shot. would if, okay. if, uh, if tyranny and mm-hmm. um, you know, this, uh, this uh, authoritarian uh, regime in California, not FedEx. I love you guys. Uh, but if, yes, if it comes to that, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I for the record, don't want to, but I also enjoy employment unless there's some other great mm-hmm. job that opens up. So mm-hmm. that's what's crazy is that uh, we're having to potentially do that. City, government things. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's that's different story. Why is it a different story? Well, because as far as what? Um, the rules. The, oh, a gov- I just think government telling government employees mm-hmm. is one thing. The government telling mm-hmm. private employees what to do or employers what to do with their with their people that's a that's i think well it's not going to be the and and they're going to say it's not the government we as a as a company feel that it's it's safer and a better working environment if our employees are vaccinated Mm -hmm. yeah it's probably so you'd get you'd get the shot 
if I was, well, it's like anything. If I was forced to do it. No then, one's forcing you. Well, no one is right now. No. They, and even then, they're going to say, if you would like to continue your employment here, um, we need you to get vaccinated. If they ask you that, do you take them up on their offer or do you uh, take, pick up your marbles and your toys and go home? <laughs> well, a man's got to work. Right. A man's got to take work, that so. as a yes. Yeah. All right. Good. More than likely. Okay. But um, so what was John's question? Oh, so John's question. We keep, was, we keep no, no, going no. off on that. John's know. question was just about. Um, uh, oh, just the having to put to label people basically as 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 uh, you non, know, non-vaxxers versus yeah, vaxxers. You're different than the rest of us. Um, I think that is wrong. OK. OK. I think that's wrong. I really do. Um, I'm, I'm back to the old theory of, Hey, choose, you know, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, then you're, you know, if you don't, then you're entering the shark infested waters on your own. I'll, I'll say this. If and you, we cannot, we cannot guarantee your safety. If the choice was to wear a mask mm-hmm. at work or, mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, and get vaccinated, I'd, I'd wear a mask. I'd, I'd do that. Well, then you're uh, like, well, that, but that again, that's, that's the reason I, one of the reasons I got the fucking shot because I don't like wearing the mask. And now when I am in LA, I got to wear a mask again. <laughs> it makes no sense. No, no, it doesn't. It makes no freaking sense whatsoever. No, but, and I don't want to go too deep in this, but, but I had a quick question for you regarding kind of our discussion last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Do you truly believe, do you really, really believe in your heart of hearts build mm-hmm. that if you just, if everyone just does what they say, Hey, get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to be the last order that the overlords we have, especially here in California, that's going to be the last thing that they demand of people. I don't think so. I think, first of all, this thing started, Hey, give us two weeks. Then it's turned into whatever. Then it turned to mass indoors, mass outdoors. Okay. We got a vaccine. It, it's been one thing after another. Maybe is, is COVID going to go away? Are we going to have zero COVID COVID issues in the near future? I doubt that ever happens. I think we are because something else will come up. Something else. Another variant. Well, I, I can't, I can't predict the future, but I can't predict the future. If we continue to let Democrats rule us and that is something else will come up. Yeah. Okay. We will not be free to live our own lives. They like to control us. They like to keep us under their thumb. They like to do shit like this. Okay. You don't see it in Florida. Florida has the <laughs> highest positivity rate in the country, and they're letting people live. And if you get it, you get it. People aren't dying at an at overwhelming weight, the, rate. The, okay, here's the deal. The vaccine is there if you want it, mm-hmm. okay? Just like sunblock's there if you want it when you go to the beach. Some people decide to, put, to you know, cover theirself, themselves in it. Some people don't go raw and don't use any. Okay. You get skin cancer and die. Well, that's on you. No one's forcing you to, no one is mandating you to put a bodysuit on or put sunblock on you when you go to the beach. And then this idiot governor of ours comparing this to drunk driving. He is a fucking moron. Yeah. I I did hear that. I was curious. That, that I don't even need to comment on that. That's the most asinine statement I've ever heard in my life. Other than the one Adam Schiff made last night. (laughs) Okay. Are we done with questions? Oh, no. I mean, we oh, have we to get some more, but keep going. No, 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 no. It's a good break. Okay. There's nothing too Here, serious. Here's the, anyway. Okay. The Adam Schiff thing. Last night, they interviewed him. And for those of you that are that don't know who the fuck this idiot is, he is a moron Democratic congressman from Burbank. The people of Burbank, I feel sorry for you. He made the statement that 
the poor Capitol Police, when they had this so-called insurrection, they were going to testify today on how they were beaten, how they were assaulted, how they feared for their lives, how they thought they wouldn't live to see the end of the day. Hey, Schiff, fuck you. Fuck you, you, you self-centered, self-jack-off Democrat that you are. How about the cops throughout the country last summer that were being barraged with these Black Lives Matter protests, the defund the cops riots? How about these guys? How about the New York cops that that weren't allowed to fight back? How about the L.A. cops because of their 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 asshole um, city council and degenerate uh, brain dead and other dead uh, minded um, Garcetti, the mayor, who made him, you know, hands off. All right. And they were they were they were like pin cushions. Okay, how about them? How about them? They were offering to bail rioters out of jail. Yes. No one said a word about the police getting beaten in the streets. Very few people got prosecuted. The United States government, they used the FBI to go after everybody that they they tried to identify in video at this thing. Am I condoning the insurrection or whatever they want to call it? Protest, invasion of the Capitol? Absolutely not. Stupid, unnecessary, rotten, anti-American thing to do. So was a riot. So was burning down other people's shit. Yeah. Okay. Breaking windows, ruining businesses. And uh, while the Democratic leadership stood back, applauded it, and did nothing. Nothing. And now cities like Chicago, Portland are screaming for help a year later. That's weird. Because they've let it they let it go. So Adam Schiff, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Okay. <laughs> you are a disgrace as a human being. You're a disgrace as a congressman. And I hope someone out there cuts this tape and sends it, sends, sends it to his office. If you don't, I will. It's my First Amendment right to tell him what a no good, rotten son of a bitch he is, which he is. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He's oh, a bad guy. It's been a long time. Uh, the selective outrage. We've talked about this before. Uh, well, that, that, that's my selective outrage. Beyond hypocrisy. Hypocr- and it's not hypocrisy. He's a he's a hypocrite. Yeah. He's a hypocrite. So is so is uh, Kamala Harris. I'm not even going to call her the vice president, okay? Because unfortunately, she's probably going to be the president pretty soon because they're about ready to cut bait with with uh, Uncle Joe because he makes no sense. <laughs> He's like a babbling old man who shits his pants about three times a day and can't make sense of anything. And I, yes, I'm talking about our president like that, and that's sad. That's what cooking the books, putting putting false ballots out there. And, 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 and making it, making it a, a, when you're going to lose and then cooking ballots to where you're going to win. There's no doubt in my mind, no doubt somehow beyond our way to solve it, that there was, there was fraud and um, ballots that were that were fictitious i'm just uh, there had the only thing i'm gonna say about all this because it's vaccine related is you be careful what you wish for with vaccination cards because that 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 is going to go right to uh you need an id to vote and if one if one is acceptable but one isn't that's hypocritical let, let me tell you something let me tell you something i have my i carry my laminated vaccination card with me everywhere it's in my car right now I have on my phone, I have on my phone proof of vaccination. I will show it to anybody, anywhere, anytime. 
Okay. Anytime, anywhere, anytime, but by God, the next fucking election. Okay. You better show your, your, your proper ID to vote. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can't have both. You cannot have, you cannot have both. I'm a firm believer in that. Okay. You better have both. (laughs) Okay. And we don't need these emergency orders to be in place only to allow mail-in voting. Yeah. Yeah. Is okay. It, is, it, is it safe or is it not? If that's the case, nobody leave their house. Nobody. Nobody ever, leave their ever. fucking house. Yeah. Ever. I, I'm so... Uh, you can't have it both ways. But the Democrats, because they're complete unfair, uh, you know, criminals, they want it that you, way. I, you look at, I, I have, they're just my opinions. I, I feel that the Democrats, there is no plan. The only plan is continued chaos. Let's, this, is, this is the worst thing we've ever been through. People are dying. Uh, you know, uh, people are dropping like flies in the streets. There, is no, there only is chaos. It's, there's, there's no solutions. It's not moving on. Get to normal life. It's, it's what's, what's, what's the latest? Because uh, they're all rich. They live in their gated areas. They sit back and laugh. Just like that fucker Newsom did when he was eating his, uh, drinking his wine and eating his meal back when we were all on lockdown. Yeah. And like his aunt, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, Nancy Pelosi, was getting her fucking hair done while we were allowed to, while we had to, that's the reason I shaved my head because I couldn't get a haircut. Yeah. I wish she'd shave her head. It'd be great. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's beyond hypocritical. And it's I love the fact that Barbara Boxer, former Senator of the state of California, got her ass assaulted. Her 80 year old ass was walking around Oakland of all places. Yesterday. Oh, I didn't hear this. Yeah. She got assaulted. She got pushed from behind and her cell phone stolen in Oakland. That's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So maybe all of her naked pictures on there. Somebody's looking at right now. <laughs> Who knows? It's a very safe city. Yeah. Do you think okay. she called the police after that? I'm sure she did. And she wanted to, she wanted her, the culprits found yesterday. Of course. You know, my, my mother is 81 years old. Okay. Do I want her to get viciously attacked and thrown down and her phone stolen? No, but she doesn't walk around. She's smart enough not to walk around fucking Oakland. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if she's that goddamn stupid, Barbara, you think every, every, that, that, that the world's a big, uh, happy place. You found out it isn't. What we, what is she now? She's a, she's a, she's nothing. No. Oh, she's retired. She, she quit. Kamala took her place. We went from shitty to shittier. I'm going to ask, Hey, um, Barbara, do you, do you think the person who assaulted, she'll she'll have pity, pity. She'll have pity for him. I won't prosecute. If of course. And if they vote, which way do you think that person votes? Who (laughs) The, the person who assaulted her? She's, she's, they're 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 keep they keep electing the people that keep allowing them to go into high-end um stores and get what they want and walk out without free without any any problem why do people continue to vote a certain way and then are shocked when things uh get worse they they just they vote a certain way and things never get better they get totally worse and they're like why is this why does this never change it's like eating cake you can only eat so much cake until you puke and we're about at that point yeah all right it, I'm not saying Republicans are the answer. No, if you vote one way all the time and nothing changes, how about common sense, law and order, and right and wrong, and someone there to make sure that the right and wrong is practiced, and you have attorneys, judges, and laws that back you up. Uh huh. 
no, no common sense, all that stuff. That's out the window. There's no accountability. There's not any of that. And uh, yeah, so uh, no, but but let's worry about who's uh, who's sticking a needle in their arm. That's more important than fixing crime on the streets. Uh, let me see. Bill, here's a question from Coach mm-hmm. Tarico. I know mm-hmm. you're not watching the Olympics, but you probably have a theory on this, mm-hmm. as I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple question: Why are U.S. teams struggling in the Olympics? Well, because a lot of the good U- United States athletes have defected during the Olympics and play for other countries. I, I did see okay. that. Yeah. All right. Naomi That's, Osaka, she's out now. She got knocked out. Weird. Well, very, very you know, weird. She, she, That's all right, though. She was born in Japan. I yeah, understand. Whatever. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? You know? <laughs> You're just like. I mean, because the AYSO mentality in sports can only take you so far. You don't have that hunger, that desire, that thirst to be better than your opponents. You know, mediocrity is now the uh, the new the new word of let's just go out and have fun. Let's be mediocre. I think there's been such an emphasis on wokeism yes. and off the court, off the field causes yeah. that athletes, honestly, here in America, they've been so worried about how awful America is. Whereas in these other these other athletes around the world, they are so prideful in their country and they are trying to do everything they can to honor their country yeah, and their flag. You know, the whole thing now is what, what color of hair is, uh, is, uh, what's oh, her name? That Megan Rapino. Megan, Megan, what is her name? Rapino. Yeah. She's repulsive. repulsive she is absolutely, she looks like Don Knotts with purple hair. <laughs> okay. She looks like Barney fucking Fife with purple hair. She yeah. is just a, she is just a complete and utter, pile of shit in my opinion this is a related question uh from fred monteblanco and i think it goes a little bit more in in depth it's not so much uh, olympics related but uh simone biles i guess is a big time gymnast Mm -hmm. first and uh i I shouldn't say i guess i know Mm -hmm. um apparently she backed out of the competition uh today Mm -hmm. whatever i didn't see the Mm -hmm. whole thing but Mm -hmm. u.s uh didn't finish where they could have. Um, she said, we had a workout this morning. I went, it went okay. And then just five and a half hours wait or something. I was like shaking. I could barely nap. Basically she was nervous. She was having she had a, a mental meltdown, a mental break. She had a mental breakdown. Yeah. Um, I'm just dealing with some things internally. Okay. Uh, so Fred's comment was, was this not knocking mental health. It's a serious <clears throat> issue and has been brought to light over the years, mm-hmm. but part of being a top athlete and the best to do it is to be mentally strong. Correct. They just don't make them like they used to. Absolutely. Part not. of being the goat, Jordan, Kobe, et cetera. Guys, you tell me those guys didn't get nervous before games or a little they on used edge. It to their, they used it to their, it fired them up. Yeah. It fired them up. It didn't fire them down. It fired them up. You know, as much as I wasn't a big Kobe fan, the guy was a mentally tough son of a bitch, man. That guy could go in there and he was a competitor, which I, I respect and admire. Michael Jordan, I think the best basketball player that ever lived, was the most mentally tough, uh, competitive guy out there. Yeah. Head and shoulders above anybody else. He took what was going on in his head. He he transformed it. He used it to, to be better. Yeah. Fuel. Not yes. not not this uh this this internal struggle, not something that would bring him down. He used it as fuel, as motivation. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a big difference in athletes from them. Uh, Fred continued, you train for four years only to freeze up on competition day. Being an athlete is about being mentally strong then as you're well. You're not a champion then. Yeah, there you go. You're not a champion. Because champions, they rise. Yeah. They don't, they don't fall. Mm-hmm. They rise to the occasion. They don't get stressed out. Says they have the excuse card in their pocket. It's a mentality. 
Uh, it's been used to raise. Okay, fake. That's fake, life fake, nowadays. That's fake life oppression. nowadays. How about what? These are just his final words. He says, uh, uh, "Fake oppression and victimhood mentalities." That kind of running rampant. As an Olympic athlete, you are pampered. You are given everything you need. You have. You get massages. You get whirlpools. You get. You get your fingernails done. You get this. You get that. You don't have to lift a finger. All you have to do is be mentally ready. And they assist you in that. And if you can't get mentally ready with all the glamour and the glitz and the things that come with it, the creature comforts that come with it, then you're not a champion and you shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place. I mean, Bill, did you show up to work on some days as a, as a cop and just be like, man, my head's not just in this today. I mean, there had to be plenty of times like Pl- that. Yeah. There, I, you don't get to say, Hey, I don't feel good today. You, no, no, you don't. And Shit, when, when I was working, you know, in the game a little bit, you could, you had to put all that, you had oh, to baseball, compartmentalize yeah. that and put it behind you and just clear your mind and get out there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's just something you do when you were, you know, brought up to just get it done. Mm-hmm. You weren't brought up in a coddled society that uh, if we, if you can't do it, we'll do it for you. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't the case when, when I was young. You did it or it didn't get done. <laughs> yeah. I do think there's it. Like, use your words. People are being coddled now. If, if someone doesn't feel good or they have a little mental struggle, it's like, Hey, it'll be okay. I need a hug. Yeah. Now, now a few weeks ago you defended Naomi Osaki, but I thought that was more from the standpoint of you hate the media probably more than I felt. If you don't want to talk to the media, you don't have to. Okay. All right. If something's, you know, yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the mental health thing because some people are, and we, yeah. and we know them, uh-huh. are mentally fucked up. <laughs> and if they don't take their meds, they're fucked up. And if they take more than they should, they're fucked up. So they're just plain, excuse my language, fucked up. Do you think there are people, I, I am not going to deny that there's not people struggling with mental health, but do you mm-hmm. think there's a good portion, I don't know what percentage it is, of people that maybe use that as a crutch, use that as an excuse when it's not yes. really. Okay. Yes. I think they use mental illness more of a crutch now than they do some type of physical ailment. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, yeah, you look at, and what it does, it, it, it takes away from the folks out there that are truly in need exactly. of mental health. Yes. When I hear about oppression, for uh-huh. instance, I'm like, it's like the, the homeless in LA that, 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 that like 35, 40 times a day light their, their encampment on fire and the fire department has to roll out and extinguish that. And they're not going to be available for the high rise to save people's lives. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's true. No, that's a good point. I mean, you know, I talked on Monday about uh, Jesse Owens and competing in the 1936 Olympics, saluting the American flag in front of Nazis. I was just a kid then, so you I don't really remember it that well, but <laughs> go ahead. And then he came home and he wasn't appreciated like he should have. There was still big time discrimination in the U.S. at the time. And I mean, that was a struggle. That was an athlete who wasn't respected and, and had earned it. Mm-hmm. Now, today's athletes the oppressed athletes, they go home to their mansions and their $30 million a year salaries and want to talk about how, how awful the world is or how awful America yeah, is. Yeah, that perfect example is, 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 the, uh, is, is the biggest little bitch of them all, the guy that plays for the Lakers, Mr. LeBron James. Oh. He's, your perfect, he's your perfect example of that. Yeah, no kidding. He's an egotistical. And he's not a smart guy. Oh, no, he, he's no. not smart. No, he is not smart. He is not smart. He, he, he tries to talk at the, at the end of the day, he always is the same. Now he's worth a billion dollars. So what, you know, what do I know? But I mean, back, you know, Wilt Chamberlain was smart. 
He didn't take his agenda anywhere except to try to screw about 25 women a day. Okay. <laughs> and for Wilt, I admire you for that. Um, you know, Jerry West, he didn't use, he didn't, he didn't go on. A, I mean, the old time basketball guys, even Magic Johnson, you didn't see, hear him going around, you know, talking about how, how woeful the, the country is. Why is it the guys um, feel the need to do Michael that? Jordan didn't say shit. He just wanted to go out and beat somebody's ass on the yeah. court. And, and there was, you know, Muhammad Ali, he spoke out. There were athletes who went, who he did, had did speak reasons. out. Jim Brown, I think was, uh, was vocal, yeah. but you know, athletes today feel like they're trying to be the pioneer of justice or something. Mm-hmm. It's because you know why? Because the media and social media have fueled them because that's all they listen to. That's all they read. Well said they don't, they've had no experience in dealing with biases and, and injustice. They just go on what they've read. Do you think, do you think LeBron James has ever been a victim of uh, social injustice? <laughs> well, he says he has, he He's said, full some, shit. he said someone uh, spray painted something on his gate. There was no evidence of it. Uh, but uh, he, he did say that. Um, I don't know. A lot of crime in, uh, in Brentwood. Oh, except for OJ. Exactly. Well, the whole OJ thing. That was, that was one time thing. One time yeah. thing. Uh, so, yeah. You know, I, I don't buy it, but, but why I, th- when I, when I watch uh, the Rams, I, I don't care what Matt Stafford's opinions are on the death penalty. No, I, I don't care. I, w- I want to see him throw a touchdown pass. When I go to when I go to um, uh, men's warehouse and buy a suit, do you think I give a rat's fuck what the salesman's <laughs> opinion is on global warming? Yeah. Shut up and 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 put a suit on me and fit it. All right, I'm paying you. Yeah. Just like I'm paying the Los Angeles Rams organization when I go to one of their games and watch them play football. I don't want to hear about anything else other than you guys playing football. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, but, but with some of these athletes, it's also what you're starting to see too is lesser known names try to speak out and, and be like a member of victimhood or something where it elevates them. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's what happened. Colin Kaepernick, his football days were done and he needed, he needed to be, elevated. he needed a cause. He's the ground zero. Of this. Right. Right. If he was still the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, he would be a humble football player, maybe talking a little bit of shit, but not to the point that made him into what he was. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you. This isn't an analogy I have. Maybe it's not a good one, um, but there's a lot of talk bill about how awful America is because of its history. Because we had slavery, because of the the civil rights and the segregation, because of all these things uh, many years ago. And I agree, those things were awful. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's one person. Mm -hmm. Well, there probably is, you know, some handful of idiots, but no one believes that those were like, are proud of those moments. Just like you're not proud of your worst moments in your life, me either. Mm -hmm. But there's this, everyone wants to go back and say how awful things were. Uh, I drive a Japanese car. I drive a Toyota. So do I. You do too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Japanese committed horrible atrocities mm-hmm. in World War II. Mm-hmm. Does that mean because I drive one of their cars that I am supporting all the things they used to do or that I believe everything that they, I mean, that's, that's just a, a random example, but like we, we, we want to hold people accountable for what they used to be. Not you every want, German you, citizen you, you is wanna, a Nazi. You want to hold the white man accountable only for what he's done. All right. You think it's that I, that's it's that bad? It's that bad. It, it's sand through the hourglass, and that hourglass is all the bullshit, all the bad that's ever come in in the world is because of the American white male. 
Mm. You know, we're the ones that had slavery. We're the ones that that, that did this, did that. Well, don't say we, because we, well, you, you we, never owned a no, slave. No, I didn't. No. no. Just like my black friends never picked cotton. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't understand. This. Why can't, why can't it be my friend? Why does it, I say my black friend. And he says, my friend, my friend, just like the, the media, uh, black or white police officer punches black woman in the mouth. Why can't it be police officer punches woman in the mouth? Because they need those exactly descriptions to cause a riot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They are this, they are the straw or they're the, they're the glasses when you don't have a straw. That stirs the dream. Disgusting. Uh, okay, man. That's the the, the like that's the that's the media. Yeah. No, right? it's true. I mean, and the media is a lot more filthy than my glasses are. You're, you're right. Okay. You're right. But it's like we want to hold people accountable for things that happened years ago. Not every Italian citizen it was a Roman conqueror who did awful things. Not like, every German put a Jew in the in the ground. Exactly. Okay. I mean, it's it's like. You don't think there's a there, there's a Jewish person out there that's driving a Volkswagen? That's interesting. Of course there are. Wow, I've never thought of that. No, it, it, but yeah, it's like you, you you can't deny that things happen. You can't deny. No, you have to mm-hmm. understand history to know. Okay, let's not repeat this. This is one. Mm-hmm. But to say that that's who we are today is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you gotta. At some point, look around and be like, "Man, we've come a long way. Things are great." There's that's why we need a war, Matt. I've Jeez, said you, this for the you are a my war monster. This is my dude, well. That's when the country is at strongest, <laughs> and that's when we unite. Is when we're, we're in a war. Oh my goodness, that okay? is that is some uh, man. There's some conspiracy theories of that nature, and you, you seem to be just on a on a war kick. We we need it. That's when, you know. I mean, you. I mean, in Vietnam, World War II, Korea. You saw white guys picking up black soldiers and carrying them out of harm's way. Mm. You saw black soldiers picking up white. You didn't care. The it was, a, it was a brotherhood. Yeah, you didn't care. It was a brotherhood. Race. That's the way it was with the, on the police department when I was a cop. Mm-hmm. We didn't care who, you know, black, white, Hispanic. Your race, what Asian. God you worship. We were that. all blue. Uh, blue. Mm. That's supposed to be the beauty of sports. No one cares where you come from. Right. Who, 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 right. What God you worship, yeah. who you lay in bed with. It's like we're Rams fans. Mm-hmm. We're Dodger fans. Right or whatever like sports used to be an escape now it's just as bad as all the other it shit. really is it really is mm-hmm. and, and i'm the biggest sports fan there is and i've i've slowly matriculated away from it mm-hmm. i'm i'm over i'm over so much of this stuff i got mm-hmm. better things to do mm-hmm. you know which is uh which is sad to say so you know i, I talked to a, a a really good baseball guy yesterday and he agreed with me the state of major league baseball is a bad game it's a bad product right now there's no team aspect to it just like there's no team aspect in life Everybody's an individual out for their out for their own. Same, same way in baseball, you know. And um, you know, it's 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 sad. And I think there's a member of the Los Angeles Dodgers you're not going to see on the Dodgers ever again. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, and we're not. You we're know, not going to. Well, in moving forward, in moving forward with it, and we'll we'll explain why. Matt and I both know who the vic- who the female involved in this is. Don't know them directly. Not directly, but, but we know who it is. Yeah. And out of respect to her family, most notably her father, who we do know, we're no longer going to take any type of statement or comment on this. Just out of respect now that, A, we saw the photos. B, the 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 uh, restraining order was extended and granted. So one has to assume and believe 
rightfully so, that there is some type of flame to the smoke where there's fire theory. There's got to be something here. And it does not look good for Mr. Bauer. And regardless of, you know, I was telling your roommate, Mike, earlier today, if a woman comes up to me and says, whatever her freak is, and she says, I want you to punch me in the mouth and put scratches on me and, and put visible injury, injuries on me. You think I'm going to do it? Uh, no, no, not, no, I'm not going to do that to anybody. Yeah. So I have some, some, some red flags there. And again, more than anything else, um, it will be improper for us to further talk about this fucked up thing. Yeah. And then it's just a dark situation. It's anyway, not that good I for anybody. I don't want any part of it. So. If that, if that was my daughter, my grand, I, I would feel very uncomfortable. Number one. And number two, it would, I, I would cringe when people I know made comments about it and they're just, again, theory versus reality. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we're not, we're, we're going to stop and we're yeah. not going to talk about it. Anymore. Yeah. We'll see what the justice, we'll, we'll see what, system. we'll see how it plays out. Absolutely. Um, what was going to, oh, earlier I saw, I, I mentioned something on Monday about a, a police situation where there was a, someone in the car and they saw a cop throw something in the back seat, you know, very open and obvious. And he's like, what did you just plant? You plant it. That wasn't the whole story. Well, I won't get into it again, but when you were working as a police officer, mm-hmm. were you or anyone around you ever accused of uh, falsifying evidence or anything like that? Oh yeah. Planting evidence. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. really? Oh yeah. Regular. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, and how did you prove that that didn't happen? Because it was impossible for me to plant something when it was, when it it was found on that person's pocket before I even knew him before, you know, it was a situation where you get them out of the car and you're patting them down and you feel something. You ask them, what's that in there? Oh, well, I don't know. Can I pull it out? Sure. Pull it out. And it's some rock cocaine. And you go, Oh, you must've put it there, man. One mine. And you tell him, look, pal, Possession doesn't mean ownership. Possession doesn't mean ownership. It's yours. It's in your pocket. I didn't know you before right now. There's no fucking way I put it in your pocket. All right. That's the most ridiculous, stupid analogy I've ever heard. And back then, this is the mid eighties, you know, policemen were believed then a lot more than they are now. Yeah. And because it made sense, it, it, there was no advantage for me. To plant that, yeah. What are you trying? That's the thing. What are you trying to do? Just throw a random guy in jail? You think I want to put drugs on you? You think I want to have to arrest you? Do you think I want when I don't even know you? You think I want to have to book this shit and into evidence? Spend three hours writing a report and and booking you into jail when I could be off drinking coffee and picking up on women? Really? <laughs> you think that's what I want to do? Protect and serve. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. So, arresting people was a a chore, right? It was, it was, it was your job, job, but it was was still like, but it was time consuming. And if there was a lockdown in the jail, if there was something going on where you're backed up, you sat there with your guy, your prisoner. Yeah. You had no choice. I know you have a temper. Did you ever wake up and say to yourself, cause I joke, I jokingly say this, but did you ever wake up one day and just like, I can't wait to arrest someone today. No, so never. No, see, no, uh, that's what, no. there's this theory no. that that's no. how cops are. No. Oh, no. they just want to go. No, they're having a tough no. life at home and they want to go if take anything, it out on someone else. I want to go in. I want to get 
through roll call. I want to go find a dark hole somewhere, <laughs> climb in it and do nothing the rest of the night because <laughs> I'm just in one of those moods. Yeah. Okay. Um, there were nights you, you just did what you had to do. You know, there wasn't the, I mean, yeah, if you, if you saw something suspicious in front of you and it got your attention and you couldn't ignore it, you dealt with it. Mm-hmm. But you were, we were not, our job was to not go out and, and, and be, you know, these, these sniffer dogs where we sniffed into everything. We had to be available to handle calls, to have kind of a, um, you know, a, a wide variety of, of calls for service that we had to handle and just do, you know, have a balance. Yeah. Like you said one time, our job is not to ruin your day. Like, no, it's not what you're looking no, for. No, no matter what's going no. on in your personal now, life. My, if, if I contacted you and it was somewhat positive and you turned it negative, then I might treat you like you're treating me <laughs> and I'll win. Okay. Yeah. Can only get, uh, get worse for you. For example, I, I stopped a guy one time on a nice Sunday morning and he had a taillight out stopped him and before i could say anything he copped an attitude and i said okay driver license what would you stop me for well you've got a tail light out i do not okay all right come out and look well you know i go look you know what you're starting to talk yourself into a ticket rather than a warning <laughs> so if i were you i'd stop right there he goes well i'll stop it get a haircut all right. Stand by. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by. Tells me to get a haircut. You need a haircut. It's like, it's like what when, an idiot. When you're, it's like when you're dating someone, what you're looking to, you know, make a move eventually. Mm-hmm. And why would you do something? Why would you say something that would put you in a doghouse or put you at white? You know what I mean? Like when dealing with makes people, no sense. Play nice. Speaking of which, play nice. I watched, I perused the channels last night. Perused. I saw a show. There you go. The celebrity dating game. Oh, what a pile of shit. <laughs> Wokeness to the max. I, I, re- I looked at this for about five minutes and I almost became violently ill. <laughs> Chuck Barris, the producer of the dating game, newlywed game, uh, the gong show, the guy they did a thing on Chuck Barris and Jim Lang, the host. And here they are, that guy from way back. They're rolling over in their graves right now. Oh, okay. Watching that shit that they're producing now. <laughs> it is just completely. Un- Let's bring back the dating game when on the episode where you had Farrah Fawcett as the the fian- the um, fiance the um, uh, bachelorette that came out to pick three guys. Yeah. It's it's a great great fifteen minutes of your life. Look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett dating game. It shows her being the this is from about 1969 or 70. It shows her with three eligible bachelors, all of which are stuntmen. Oh, right? really? But it, but they don't show up. They, they, one one is a one likes to frequent discotheques, and the other one he likes he likes archery and swimming, and the other guy is uh, like square dancing and pole vaulting or some friggin' thing. Well, they're all they're all stuntmen, and when she picks. Um, uh, I think it was Billy Joe, the guy that became Buddy Joe Hooker. His name was Joe Hooker on the show. Became a really famous stuntman, Buddy Joe Hooker is who she picked. Uh, the other guys took exception to it and they staged a fake fight. 
Oh, that's funny. Where they're tearing clothes off and busting <laughs> chairs over themselves. And it was great. Stuntmen doing Stuntmen that, doing great. this. So and, and, and Jim Lang's trying, like, hey, guys, guys, come on now. Hey, can we get security? What are we going to do here? Did he know? He, he was in on it. Okay, he did. They were all in on it. And then the two that lost came out, and their, their clothes are all disheveled, and they shake hands with her, and off they go. And then her date comes out, and, and who knows what they've done. But, um, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. Well, I have to check that out. I have to yeah, check it was that a out. good. It, it was a really. It was funny. And they oh, used to man. have, you know, Steve Martin was on there. In fact, a guy that was on there that somehow got through the screening process. I don't know how. <laughs> was a guy that was on death row that just died the other day. He had killed a bunch of people, and he was on. They called him the dating game killer, mm-hmm. Rodney um, something. <laughs> and so they've had a wide variety back in the day. Not now obviously, but back in the day, they had a wide variety of people that used to go on that show. And it was a, it was kind of cool to, I remember as a little kid, I used to watch it, you know, <laughs> and some of these, you know, when you watch the, the reruns of it now, these guys had some pretty good lines, you know, they were pretty, you know, back in the day, a lot of things were better back in the way day, better, you know, back in the day, a lot I, I, better. I'd love to go back and yeah. live, anyway, in, live in the eighties or yeah, something. Do yourselves a favor folks and Google that up and have a good laugh. <laughs> Well, we uh, will have, we've had many laughs and Bill, we've talked reality versus theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought it's been a great show and a uh, fun time chatting with you, man. It's your birthday. You got any plans? You're going to go have some cake or Oreo cookies, maybe, maybe at big Jack Daniels somewhere. I'll definitely, I'm, I'm definitely going to invite John Daniels to the party. Yes. Yes. Uh, probably a little later this evening. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I try to treat it as just another day. Hey, you know, they all, they, it is just another day. And it's one of, it's one of 365. Yeah. You can't get too up. You can't get too low. You got to stay right in the middle. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. I'm a- I think, but what I said in the pre-show, I'll repeat. If you surround yourself with good people, good, young, spirited people, regardless of how old they are, keep the negativity out of your life as best you can. Uh, be young-minded, young-spirited, do things, be active, uh, laugh, enjoy life. Don't take yourself too serious you're going to, you're going to do well. And that's what I've been doing lately. You know, awesome to hear so, a great way to send us out bill to get us home safe. Well, it's better than sending us out JFK style oh. or JFK junior style. Like Tom Likas used to say, how do you want to go out? Send me out. And it's some caller, send me out JFK junior style. And you hear a plane <laughs> splash it in the water. Splendid. You're the worst. Have a good day. Have a good birthday, Bill. We'll talk to you. uh, So long, everybody. Hope hope to see you next week. Yes. No matter what you're doing, guys, out on the town around at third base, or if it's Bill Barnes's birthday, either way, get home safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. We greatly appreciate the support. We know we have a lot of loyal listeners out there, but we always want to keep people informed of the many ways to follow the Get Home Safe podcast. We have various social media platforms. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. There's plenty of ways and options to listen to the Get Home Safe podcast. Anchor helps distribute our podcast to places like Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. 
We also have a YouTube channel that is brand new for us. Not a whole lot of content on there yet, but we're going to try to put out more and more video episodes in going forward, as well as short clips here and there regarding uh, big events that happen uh, over the course of time. So lots of options out there, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, offer uh, some suggestions or content uh, topics, or uh, just ask us some random questions. We always appreciate that. I know Bill Barnes does, especially on Wednesdays. So uh, looking forward to continue to bring you great episodes here on the Get Home Safe podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Guys, have a great rest of the week. And as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Thank you.